Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Waifus for Cold Hard Cash podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll be honest wait, with you, boys. That, wait, that don't sound real. That don't sound real good. I fucked that it up. That sounds pretty bad, actually. I fucked it up in the second recording, or the second episode. I said waifu, or we've searching for waifus, which made sense actually, because we were talking about no guns alive. So now I'm just gonna come up with a different one every time, just to cover my head. Okay. I'll yeah. be editing okay. all this out, by the way. Son of a bitch. God damn it! I wanted it. I'm really happy. I'm really happy, by the way, of how nice y'all all were for all my great jokes that I had to uh, re-record that y'all made uh, <laughs> in episode two. It was really. Uh -huh. I, I'm, I came out uh -huh. really funny. Uh -huh. Thank y'all. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. yeah uh -huh. okay. <laughs> Did you put in laugh tracks with it? Yes. <laughs> I, I used them once from Seinfeld. I have not. I have not listened to it. So. In, in fairness, I don't have the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so today we're talking about C-Control. Got the full wiki here. Uh, you mean the money and money of no. soul and possibility no. control? please stop. <sighs> you know what, fuck it, yeah, the full thing. The money of soul and possibly control. I, that's probably one of the worst anime tiles I've ever seen. Not to pick up girls in a dungeon. We, Rascal's we not dream of bunny girl senpai. Yeah, the, uh, I was about to say Rascal is probably the worst. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. It's, yeah, yeah, but like those are kind of fun. This is just long and verbose for largely no reason. Gotcha. Yeah, like sea controls is short, sweet, mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. Short, sweet, mysterious. <clears throat> Essentially, My <tiny> woman. <laughs> okay. You good? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> my, my kind of waifu. My kind of waifu. I feel like the waifu of this show is pretty clear. Misaki. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's fucking yoga. Misakiki? <laughs> Misakiki. <laughs> Dude, it's definitely Q. It's totally Q. I mean, kind of. It can be. I just don't uh, want a bitch that literally eats there's money. There's a few of them. Yeah. That's like brings, like, what? what is it? Whiskey drinking woman to a whole new light. <laughs> It's the fucking dog. It's the fucking dog he gets from that. Oh, uh, George's? Blanchett, yeah. There's a... Yeah. There's a couple of characters in here that, like... I'm not sure if I like or not. Really? But, like, they're all well-written. There wasn't a single character I did not like in some way. I didn't like Hanabi. <laughs> I felt she's kind of a cunt. Hanabi? Yeah. Eh. She's kind of playing yoga, it feels, at, at least throughout, like, the beginning of the show. Before, like, reality starts getting fucked. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna be completely honest. I was I was watching this show uh, before... I finished it before I even recommended it. So you boys are actually fresher than me? Uh-huh. So I'm looking for the character you just named. Hanabi's, like, the, the female, like, love interest, like, aside from Mashu. Purple hair, in the right? real world. Yeah, yeah and the, the purple hair yeah. girl in the real world that Yoga goes to class with. Yep. Oh, yeah! She's kind of a cunt. Yeah, yeah. right? No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah, show follows our main uh, protagonist, Kimimaru Yoga, yeah. who is an economics student. All the human characters who aren't adults are economic uh, students, I think. Well, there's only really two non-adult characters 
Yeah, never mind. And, and yeah. that's that's Yoga and Hanabi, and then everyone else has various things because Yoga holds three jobs, and then he's got like bosses and friends at those jobs that aren't students, obviously. Yeah, and that old um, dude. There's tons of got like the sad life going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's the one professor, um, who you find out is also part. So let's let's just go over the premise of the show. I guess. You know, I think yeah, the first so... episode goes over the premise. So let's just go through the first episode. Actually, I think it does a really yeah. good job revealing the world. Yeah, I think so too. Also, um, I'm gonna stop doing these disclaimers eventually, but like, if you haven't seen this anime, I think we all say it's good. I think it's good, and you should go watch it. I don't know about the rest of them. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it too. I enjoyed it. Okay, cool. It's probably worth go. going to watch then. Eventually, we're probably gonna talk about some anime. They're just fucking dog shit. You might as well listen to us shit on them for like thir- <laughs> or thirty minutes to an hour, however long we can stomach it. But like, probably go watch this before you listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. Cause it, like it's good, I think, at least, despite Mason trying to shit on it before he even watched it because of my anime list rating. <laughs> well, I I didn't really think the premise was engaging, but I'll say this right now: like even if you don't give a shit about like like once you read like the kind of premise of it, like don't judge it by that and actually give it a try. What is wrong with It's only the 11 episodes. What is wrong with the premise, Mason? Why do you not want to learn okay, economics? Okay, well, you opened this up by saying, you want to learn about economics? Ex- economics are awesome, dude! I can't wait until we watch Drifters and you see what I do as a history student. I mean, like, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but it brings into, like, some some good questions of, like, what-ifs. Some good, some good hypotheticals. Hypothetical, my ass, dude. There's a, it's there's a lot. Like, I think the whole show really is like a response to like the 2008 like banking crisis and everyone fucking up and just lending, just lending, that, lending. I'm just upset that like episode three is gonna be an isekai. Upset what? That this is an isekai. This is an he's <laughs> no, not trapped. He's not trapped. He doesn't have to be trapped. Yeah, he did. That's Isa- the whole point. Isekai is world. trapped in another world. I guess. That's all that isekai is. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. how long we'll go without an isekai. I'm just, Cam picks next. I'm assuming he's going to throw us straight in the hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I can't choose sister- lovers-in-law. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, God. Kenojo. Kenojo, yeah. I can't believe my girlfriend is a gal. <laughs> that is a hard veto I wasn't, for me. I wasn't my going to throw you into that one gal, immediately. I am Dude, hard vetoing whatever, it. Whatever you want. I'll fucking fight Taylor. No, I, I have, I have, no, I have I'm a very good pick. Whatever the fuck you want. Cam, I have a Cam, very good pick. I, yep. I, I have trained to watch that show my whole life. No, no. My first girlfriend is a gal. Cam's no. Cult. Uh-huh. If, if we do my first girlfriend is a gal, I'm going to take an entire hour Fresh. to shit on one character that I absolutely hate and should never be in the show. I don't know why the fuck he's in the uh, show. Ah, yes. And he knows exactly Taylor, who I'm like... talking about. I'm going to absolutely Taylor, shit on him. Like getting... Cameron is an agent of chaos. Taylor, you're getting really worked like... up about what is essentially porn. It's not. It's, it's actually not. not. It's nowhere. <laughs> really? Monster we'll, Masume we'll is closer to that one. No, I'm not picking it. I have a much better right. choice that in line. Monster Masume is definitely very close. To that, that That's pretty good. Um, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. That's another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the first episode starts out with Kimimaru basically broke. He's working three jobs. He goes to economics. School. Well, there's a little bit of a prologue, actually, before before it even introduces this yeah, character. They actually, and yeah. it, this one introduces more or less, like, the actual world and uh, characters. 
uh, within that world. Um, so yeah, it cuts to like just just an unnamed character. I don't I don't think they ever even give him a name. Um, with with some kind of weird credit card, basically, it's a black card yeah. and it's got like a clear circle in the middle of it. Um, and it basically it allows the user to transport themselves to a place called the financial district where they have like pokemon-esque battles more like digimon <laughs> more li- or bakugan more like digimon or yeah or second season of bakugan yeah yeah <clears throat> but he gets his absolute ass beat and goes quote-unquote by backwards. yeah by like what by one of the uh one of the other main characters it's, in the financial district uh, yeah sochiro mikuni uh, mikuni 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 mikuni, mikuni. 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 Oh, yes. so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut that. No, I'm um, not. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he defeats him, which is actually kind of odd, because his character wouldn't normally do that, as we'll find out later. But yeah. he defeats him, and he goes bankrupt. Uh, and the next day, you see him, and he just jumps in front of a Japanese train, which is... Uh, you know, I mean, when you have a bullet train, it's probably a really quick way to go in a like country without guns. Yeah, which our main protagonist, uh, Kimimaru Yoga, is on. He's on that train. I don't, I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, I think he was on the train. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was on the train. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was on the and train. And all, all he, yes. well, all that happened was like the train had a bump, and then he got off it. And then it shut down. Yeah, that's well, a no, waste the whole thing like just shut down. That's a waste of opportunity. They could have had like a whole episode about him just holy shit, that guy yeah. exploded. <laughs> well, they only had eleven episodes. <laughs> That'd be a lot of wasted time. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. So say, it, um, it shows his life. Uh, he's a he's an he's an economics student. He works two part time jobs on top of that. Before we get too far away from it, uh, the eleven episode thing is actually this this show had production troubles. It, a major earthquake happened in Japan when they were making this, so it got an episode got cut. Episode twelve. Yeah. Well, uh, probably episode ten is what got cut. Okay. Uh, because there's one they, episode that's kind of weird. They need something. They needed something else at the end because it did a Darling in the Bronx hard turn. I don't agree. That I'm not sure oh, I yes. liked it all yes. that much. I feel like this one was not it, Darling it in the Bronx. The sh- this was- well, it, it flipped the show completely on its head, much like Darling in the Bronx. And this one did it in a much shorter time within three episodes, I think. Well, yeah. So I think Darling in the Bronx had about four or five episodes. So an episode got cut, and we'll head. get to it. But there's an episode in the show that's very much it's it's like tries to cram two in the one, because it goes from two different characters' perspectives to try and expand one character and another to like yeah. better understand their motivations and how they're feeling generally. Oh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and you can really you can tell that this episode kind of needed to be two. But as Mason was saying, Kimmy Morrow, you know, he's got two jobs. He's working, and he goes to study for a test. Oh, they also make a point that his parents aren't rich, and so he's. this is why he's working three jobs to try and make it through, right? Well, no. Well, he, yeah, he, he lives on his own. His dad's his dead. Dad, his dad's dead. His dad's missing his uh, mom's no, dead. No, his dad's, his dad's missing his mom's dead. His aunt raised him most of his life, um, and he lives on his own right now, um, and he's basically, yeah, he's broke struggling working two part-time jobs they make the point most of those students though are like being it's being paid for by the parents and he he's yeah. working his but own he way. isn't yeah yeah so yeah. He's like pretty- Han- hanabi his friend there is is, is her, her parents are paying for it uh-huh. um 
So and, um, so he goes home and he's studying for a test, and we're introduced to a character you either love or hate, Masaki Masakaki. 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 Oh, so sorry, yeah. so sorry. I love this character. Uh, real quick though, quick note on Hanabi. Uh, she she visits him at his job to give him the notes for a test the next day. Yes. Uh, and then he offers to like take her out for dinner after, Trying to slide and then the she's jeans. like. Yeah, and then she's like, nope, actually, I'm waiting on my, my boyfriend's right there waiting for me. Bye! Yeah. And then goes and leaves with her fucking, her boyfriend. So, like, just really leading Yoga on. Is that leading on? I think that's it, her being nice and him trying to, like, nah, I'm not gonna. Well, she's going way out of his, way out of her way to help him in this very, this is, it's a weird kind of point they, here. Like... That they just, they, they do this deliberately. To, like, introduce, like, Yoga has feelings for her, but she doesn't even, like, acknowledge them, basically. I'm, I'm gonna drop some hard truth. If I was, uh, if I was fucking Hanabi, pretty girl, you know, I'd keep options open. I'd keep, I'd keep, a, I'd keep a guy, like, as insurance. So That's that if my up. man fucks up, if That's my man up. fucks up, he knows I already got a replacement. He best be That's fucking careful. Be on your toes. That's fucked up. I t my hair's fucking purple, okay? I'm the object of uh, desire. That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we in it introduces us to Masakiki, who's a very strange character. Joker-esque, I'd put him close to, or Riddler. I don't know what the fuck, but dude. like, Dude, he's really unique, actually. Well, he he's oddly not unique, though, because every single district has, like, a version of Masakiki, just with different hair yes. color, kind of, and suit color. It's fun, yeah. <laughs> It just smite recolors. They're just like <laughs> yes, they're smite. They're all smite recolors um, of Masaki. We're really, we're really hoping he gets at least a T two soon. <laughs> yeah, so he's eccentric. He talks God, fast to kind of like confuse you. Um, he's he's basically though he's like the liaison of the financial district is the best way to put it. I, I think. I'd say the, the manager. Yeah, I would yeah. say regional manager. That's he's about, the yeah, regional, regional manager. manager. <laughs> Yes, he's the regional manager of the financial district. Yeah. So, he shows up, and Kimmy Mar was like, Huh. Get the fuck out. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, I mean, it's a 2D world, and they animate him in three dimensions. I don't want one to deal with well, that either. It's, oh, yeah, so this animation is trippy as well. I hated, yeah. I hated that. So, yeah, they use 3D they, way too much here for no reason. They use 3D very specifically on Masakaki, though. And only on Masaki no. for the most part. No, yeah. Mishu constantly. Well, yeah, and, and Mashu. Mashu. Uh, for but Damn for it. the most part, it it was it was like Masaki. But like almost all of Masaki's frames of like him in the show were in were in three D, which I, is really weird. I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem with it if they just maintained it or something. Mm. Like yeah. I don't know. But I it just like did it, it did it weird cuts of it instead yeah. of like constant i also this don't feels... like the mixture of the 2d and the yeah 3D. that i don't like it's real jarring you're it, ruining my immersion it it, it makes sense in certain in like action sequences yeah. where it just it literally just makes it easier and you can do better things with camera angles mm -hmm. but like it's, if it's, it's if it's here. literally like when nothing is moving it's just masakiki talking to to yoga it it's so jarring. It's not even funny. I'll be honest. I didn't even notice Masakaki as much as I noticed uh, Mishu later. Like, when she's in the... Like, when the weird, like, 
mirror things are floating around, and you can only see mm -hmm. her inside those. That's why I noticed it more than ever. It's no, in there. It's I a lot of times all. when Masaki talking. I didn't notice it talking. nearly as much as Masaki Key. But either way, uh, uh, Yoga kicks him out. Twice, I think? Or kicks him yeah. out, and then he shows up in the apartment anyway. He's like... Because he can, like, transcend space yeah. in time. Um, and so like he tells him to piss off managers. again. And then he He's basically offering a membership into the financial district. Because uh, the opening has recently occurred. Probably the dude who got fucking splattered yeah, by the train. It's definitely the guy that got splattered by a train. It's absolutely that guy. I heard they still found... They're still uh, missing a few bits of him. There's a kidney somewhere. Can't find somewhere, it. Somewhere, yeah. Homeless person might have taken eating it. Probably. Anyway. Uh, so, he kicks him out again, tries to study for his test, wakes up the next day, and, huh, he's got 500,000 zenny? Yen? Yeah. Yeah. Monopoly yeah. money yeah. in his bank account. <laughs> it's 500,000 R6 credits. It's just R6 credits. I barely understand, I barely understand I USD. We, like, <laughs> we really... Like, the, the, a yen it comes up a lot in this show, and I'm like, I don't know how much that is, but it sounds like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he has 500,000 yen. He goes to one of his co-workers at one of his three jobs and says, like, well, what would you do? He's like, fucking free money. Why the fuck are you asking me? You dumb bitch. That's 500,000 yen. So The bank won't miss it. Yeah, something like that. Oh, God. Yes, him. That's no, that's the that's his uh that's his manager at the convenience store job he works. That is he's a okay. that character's weird too. To be fair, he's he's, he's weird, but he's okay. For some he's reason, like, Kimi Mara likes normal. him. I don't know why Kimi Mara likes him so much. Oh he's well, yeah, nice I do man. actually, because Kimi Mara has this weird like fascination with like being the man in the family and actually no, no, fulfilling he, that role. He has a fascination with just having a normal future. <clears throat> Yeah, but that includes, like, being a man and providing yeah, for your uh, family. Uh, yeah, like a normal, stable future. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to be, like, you know, Mr. House. He wants yeah. to just be, like, a normal person with a stable job. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> he decides, inevitably, to to withdraw the money so he can go to a party uh, with Hanabi and pay for the beer, basically. And as soon as he goes to withdraw the money, Masaki shows up. And this is basically his confirmation to joining the financial district. Yeah. And immediately throws him into, uh, in the next episode, what's called a duel. A deal. Or a deal. Yeah, it's deal. a deal. My Wrong show, It's Mason. a duel. Well, it's a duel. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to du 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 duel! You know, I get, I get why you get it mixed up. <laughs> I, I get why you would say duel, though, because, like, they use cards. Yeah, see, they use cards, and they, like, they fucking, like, look at well, it. Oh, like, yeah, and they, I'm pretty sure... The and they summon their assets through the cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, the fight scene is actually pretty well done, but most of this episode is just Mashu trying to make sure he doesn't fucking die. Uh-huh. Uh, because he doesn't know anything that's going on, and he's just getting shot, or... Yeah, Shut so it. each yeah. if, so each of these characters, anyone anyone who's a member of the financial district is called an entrepreneur which they shorten to entree. Yeah. Each of them have uh, basically a credit card that acts as their their pokeball basically or like their whatever Digimon uses. Digicard? Is that what it's called? Their digit uh, their 
Digivice? It, it, it's Digivice. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. It's Digivice. I, I'm talking and to Cobra Mason because so, yeah. I know you have no idea. And, and Digi-Device, and it goes to every person... Digi-Destin, because every Digi-Destin has a Digi-Device. Yeah, and, and every Digimon. Digimon is basically an embodiment of that person's future, is how Masaki keeps No, they're just Mashi. data, man. Like, some, well, like, there's three sets of them. So you have shut up, vaccine, shut up, shut up, shut up. virus, and data. Assets. Oh. Okay. Assets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the assets, or Digimon, are... Please call them assets. <laughs> Yeah, are an embodiment of of the entree's future, basically. And his is Mashu, All right, who's so, a waifu and best girl of the show. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't for Miss Sato. Who's Miss Sato? The investigator girl. Who Never works. mind. Yep. Oh. Okay. That's, that's fair. Yeah. But no. I, I was going to say, like, something about the opening, but we'll we'll get to that later. We should probably start doing openings like at the start of the show uh, of the podcast and like talk about the closings at the end or something. I don't know. I don't know you, because there's some things in the some opening people, that like I want to reference. Well, I well whenever I watch it with Jamar, which is what I did with this one, we watch the opening and closing no matter what. You can't fucking fast forward it, or he will fucking flip his shit. What the fuck is wrong with your roommate? It, it's well, no, it's just that Jamar doesn't actually really care. But if I go to do it, he's like, nope, we're watching it. He just give me this look, and I'm I like, don't, I don't listen. I never do closings. I never do closings. I do the opening and closings once, just to see what they are, and then I will never you look at them again. Just mean like talking about the openings, right? I don't have to learn how to sing these motherfuckers. No, <laughs> because of these podcasts, I'm gonna start listening to them. But if I'm being completely honest with you guys, normally I never listen to any of them unless they're I like. I think the show only is one anyway. Yeah, yeah, the show unless it's like each. Raise Your Flag, which is just great music in its own right. I don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I listen to it once. I listen to the opening and the closing once, and then I skip it every single time. And every single time there's a new one, I listen to that one once, and then yep. I just move on from my life. Pretty much. Yeah. That is what I do. Well, okay. And I just I listen to it. I don't watch anything because openers have a really great thing about spoiling stuff uh -huh. that happens. They, yeah, yeah, and that's... So I just, I just turn away from it, and I listen. I'm like, all right, this is a nice song. And then this I come back to it after it's done. We had this exact conversation in episode two, and this is really going to start getting on listeners' nerves that they're binging this. Oh, sweet. Good. <laughs> Whatever. Real quick, real quick, real quick. My Chinese food is here, so what do you want to do? Oh, what? You said it was gonna be like an hour and twenty minutes. I said it's worth 25 four, minutes I said, the I said, I said forty-five minutes to an hour, and it's been thirty minutes since I got here. Or it's been actually, it's been forty-five minutes since I got here. You're a fucking liar, is what you are. <laughs> I'm not. I literally said forty-five minutes. I'm not editing this out. Okay. I'm outing you. All right. Oh, sure. Oh well, you know what? Cam missed Cam missed some of it during sleep. Actually, I don't even think we were Mason recording some of it that. because of getting, him getting his food. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I can just mute my mic and I can go eat and I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Yeah. 10? Cool. So you want us to fuck around for 10 minutes and me cut all this out? Yep. If, if you, you didn't want, cut out Cam sleeping, we or didn't even record Or you can just keep it. going. Yeah, just keep going. And I'll come back. I'm not going to keep going. No, we need him to be here. Got to fucking damn it, Mason. Fucking, all right, fine. I told you. F yo, yo, go get your food! Don't waste no time! Go eat! Go eat and come back! I'll edit this out. I'm writing the time down now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this is so great. Oh, man. Oh, this is fantastic. Motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't cut Cam out because it was funny. I'm back. Uh, timestamp, 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 timestamp. 38. Shut up. <laughs> You don't get to talk right now. <laughs> Mason mutes his mic for the rest of the entire podcast. M Mister, I can't just eat fucking crackers for dinner like an adult. 
for the podcast site? Um, no. No, 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 no. Sad bro college No, 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 no. No, it's not crackers. It's ramen. starving. It's fucking ramen. Oh, fuck. But I will. I will push on. hour ago, I was ordering Chinese if you can clip this, Cobra, just put it off to the side and just have it as a bonus episode. What we do when Mason isn't here. <laughs> the things just upload like 15 minutes of us getting angry with him. Does anyone remember where we were? We were talking about the um, fight. I'm, we're still on episode two. Yeah, we were talking about when the I fight. Left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when they hey, set him up a against clip. a deal, uh, set him up on a deal. Oh, yeah. On his so... first deal. Okay, so they're also like. <laughs> attacks or special attacks that cost money to use. So even attacking is like it, it's the investment to use the attack and if you hit you get money back and like you're all in from the opponent. It's like the idea, right? Yes, yeah. so, yeah, so yeah. the whole point is basically investing money to try and make money off of your opponent. <clears throat> and it's micros I it's don't... M micro, mezzo, and macro inflations. Yes. And yeah, basically um If you haven't figured out yet, the show's about economics. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, Mashu is fucking overpowered as shit. Um. <laughs> While we're discussing Mashu, uh, I have a note here. <laughs> Do they have to so distinctly illustrate her toes? Oh, dear God. There, yeah, there was a foot fetish episode. There's absolutely a foot fetish episode. Oh, I, okay yeah, I forgot about Dude. that. Why did you remind me of that? I wasn't okay with that. Oh. So God, do they have uh, fucking? Me of, uh, do they have um? There are times oh God, where each individual Quentin Tarantino toe fucking... has more protection Tarantino. values than the rest of. The... Yeah, Quentin Tarantino who wants to. <laughs> I, I literally thought like at that scene, uh, I was like, huh? I didn't realize Quentin Tarantino wrote anime. <laughs> yeah. Remind me, Damn. remind me if we ever do a, when we put this on YouTube to just like insert the footage here of. Tarantino sucking on Selma Hayek's foot Please and dust until dawn. <laughs> he gets that. He gets about ankle deep. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, while we're on the topic about her, I enjoy that they didn't force a relationship between the two of them. Not until the end. Not, Not until the very but end. You, but like, see, I was, here's the thing, and th th so since we're there talking is about it. There's there growth, is but it's not like it just. Yeah. They just force something yeah. that would seem so obvious because. It's an anime, and a guy has a girl asset, and they're together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they didn't yeah. force some sort of relationship out of that, like, episode three. Like, some animes that I've watched, where it's just sort of like, oh, we're rooming together, and now we're lovers. But, yeah. uh, yeah. like, here's the thing with... <laughs> sort of? It, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chivalry of a failed knight? Yeah, that too. Um, but then this is where I want to talk about in the opening earlier. The, if you watch the opening, literally the first thing that they do whenever whenever they run it, um, whenever they're running, she like looks at him, and I and I immediately was like, oh well, she likes him. That that that's it. <laughs> that's that. I don't even have to watch it. I know she likes him. Because no. she gives like Game the it. um concerned look, which I mean you could take at the time as also like she's concerned because he has no idea what the fuck he's doing and has to be told like, hey, use this so that way I can be super powerful. Yeah. Um well I mean like yeah he's never done a deal before yeah. and most of the time uh like most most of the time the first deal they never win. All of them there's only all of them yeah. except for Mikuni. For Mikuni and Yoga are the only two people that have ever won their first deal. And yeah that's because Mashi's fucking OP. Also Q. Q. Also Q. Yeah, yeah, as was Q. Q. Fucking 
Q's fucking OP as shit too. Q's <laughs> also just a weird character. I don't really understand Horrifying. the whole aspect of how she exists. Well, Let's, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that one, yeah. yeah. Before we get too far away, they, uh, with Mashi, and, like, uh, the relationship with Kimimaru, is that, like, most anime, they start out, and one character, not both almost ever, unless it's, like, Darling and the Franks, is instantly, like, interested in the other. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the case here. They both are very standoffish to one another. They're, very, they're both very indifferent towards each other at the beginning. Yeah. Like, Yoga just doesn't, like, feels bad because he's getting Mashu hurt. Yeah. But, like, there's no feelings there. Just yeah. that he's feeling bad for, for letting her get hurt because of him. Basically. It's a natural relationship growth yeah. in an anime that we don't usually see in over, most instances because it's just like, sort of like blood. It's probably like eight, six or eight episodes. Mm-hmm. It's you it's see eight. actual character growth in a relationship it's, from like weird standoff strangers to yeah. kind of friends, asset and whatnot, and then eventually it turns into i have feelings for you but what you know yeah. but we'll get to that because that's part of what last episode no nah, well technically it's part of like episode six and then on yeah six six is uh, like when they become friends i think because like yeah we'll get yeah. there this episode um, also introduces the weird way that uh assets will speak to their entrees like from the card God. it's really distorted and hard to understand what they're saying it's really time. annoying yeah, yeah it's it's hard as shit to understand luck like luckily there's just there's subtitles every time that this happens uh, what i didn't get no. subtitles i didn't get subtitles yeah no there is so like you for me when the japanese text comes on like the side of the screen because it does that mm-hmm. every time yeah. um, it also subtitles it i didn't get that mm-hmm. that's yeah. unfortunate for you i didn't either yeah, when I, watched it. I, cut, I, watched it. I went in and cut subtitles on and rewatched some of those sections to understand what they're yeah. saying Oh, I understood. I understood what they were I saying. Sometimes I listened yeah. really hard there. to try and understand what they were saying. I listened yeah. really hard. Thankfully, it doesn't come up that much. But mm-hmm. yeah, so this is also the, this episode still expanding the world, and this is where they explain Midas money. Yeah, he also he meets Mikuni, who explains Midas money and everything. Yeah. So, money from the financial district looks like normal money to anyone else, but to anyone who's been there, it's black bills, which are Midas money. Yeah. Which is also, like, the whole point of it is, like, you can see how much the financial district is affecting, like, the economy of the world and shit like that. Yeah, he all, he also finds out that after the deal's finished, like, uh, he finds out that he made money off of it. Yeah. He like, made yeah, even more money than he had before. Notably, as an economic student, Yoga ought to be like, ah! just screaming, uh-huh. like running around, smashing things. The uh-huh. world's over. I don't mean. Well, we don't know what year economic. And student to be fair, either. he doesn't know. really pay attention much in class to begin with. Yeah. So because it's too easy true. for him. That's like a thing, though. He's a really good. Like he's really smart. That's true. Yeah. I think. Augustus. They make a. They make a point of that. Yeah, because he he always. His whole thing is that he overthinks every situation he's in and doesn't just act. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, that it gets him in trouble in deals, it gets him in trouble in just life. And that's a big turning point that he has to do as the episodes go on. He's... And there is an episode where he comes in and he's like, fuck it, I have to act now. Uh, in fear of quoting another anime, he's overly cautious with his money. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he... He's helplessly cautious with his money. Damn, Cameron, that's brilliant. long yes. before I watched this anime, I once told you that there is a, a very underrepresented religion. Uh, and that's the religion of Epiconomics. 
Epiconomics. Epiconomics? Sorry, economics. <laughs> e economics? Economics. Oh, economics. So Either so or. Economics. Yeah. <laughs> Th this I really like epiconomics. <laughs> Th this show is literally just about economics if it was a real religion. Mm -hmm. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, literally at the end. Blood for the blood god. Literally at the end. Blood for the god. Literally at the end. Money for C. At the end, you literally just see God. And he's rich on complaining bags from the Monopoly board game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just, no, Pretty much. he's just a, a Masakaki. That's all he is. He's just a, he's just a Masakaki. He is. That's all he is. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. just a Masakaki. There is no God. There is only weird 3D man. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a bigger Masakaki with all the other Masakakis around him. <laughs> it's the twelve disciples. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would only been better if like. Yoga had been, are you God? And he raises up like the the American thousand dollar bill only banks can use and says, no, <laughs> this is God. <laughs> and it does Dude. like the red eyes intensify thing. <laughs> red eyes. Dude. Macro inflation yeah. intensify. <laughs> um, so he went, he barely wins this duel. Uh, Right, because it's, yeah, it's, he just barely wins this deal or this deal. Yes, they use a macro yeah. in order to like just basically fucking burn nuke everything. the world. Uh, yes, it nukes the to... world, and I think the dude goes bankrupt for it. No, I don't know. I don't remember because if he, he sees went bankrupt no because he just no because he, no, he, he sees him later. He sees him later. Okay, you're right. You're right. He didn't beat him by a little bit. He didn't bankrupt him though, but he did hurt he, him a lot, yeah, and that's yes, why right. who is it? That's why what's his name? But he That's why Mc, uh, Mikuni takes, takes yeah. interest in it because he doesn't bankrupt them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, hey, we need to keep doing this because this is how we don't, you know, influence the world a lot. We don't, we don't fucking. Yeah. So can I just say when that move happened? Like, that's like episode, episode before three. Or oh wait, no, 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 no. I'm thinking episode four. Yeah. <clears throat> We're moving in episode three now. This is a great episode. Yeah. This is where it introduces um, the character Sato. Um, who works for the IMF. Yeah, and they're basically... Oh, Jennifer? Yeah. yeah. And they basically are there to... Oh, she, she's undercover yeah. for this organization, and oh. she's been invited... She was invited to the financial district, and she's basically investigating the financial district to understand its effect on the greater world. Do you guys know what the IMF is? The International Monetary Fund. Monetary Fund, yeah. Yeah, the, their job is literally to not, like make sure shit don't break. They're a real organization. Yeah, they're to can basically stop inflation yeah. from destroying the planet. Once again, the whole show really is just about like oh, like oh, inflation eight, destroying the planet. Oh eight, infla, infla, uh, inflation crisis, mm -hmm. fucking everything that went wrong back then, and yeah. this is it shitting on the IMF for being incompetent uh -huh. assholes and and not doing their damn job. Yeah, but so she works for the IMF. IMF never does anything. Whole shit. Yeah, no. So basically, they're trying to find a way to exploit the financial district. Yep. Whereas, like, not Jennifer job. Sato. Yeah, Jennifer Sato warns them over and over again that something needs to be done. Something needs to be done, and they're like, yeah, "It's not your call, is it? It's my call. So you keep reporting to me, and I'll keep doing nothing." And she's just like fucking imbecile. Yeah. So she's more or less taking things in her own hands at this point as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Kimimaru, this is when he finds out about his dad having been on We get, yeah, we, we get a lot of backstory 
Mm-hmm. Is it this one? Does he see the picture of his no. dad in this no. episode? Or is no, that no, 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 no. So he finds his journal, and oh yeah, and it has visit his hand. It has hints towards the Midas Bank, basically. Because it's just a so bunch of numbers, a, and then the you know, Midas real creepy. Symbol. Like it's just the Midas and scratched over like yeah. fifty fucking it, pages, pretty much. Um, and yeah, he takes it to the financial district to try and find out. Uh, he he talks to Mikuni. Uh, Mikuni takes him to basically the information broker for the great character. District. I love great this. character. I love this guy so much. He's this a great cool. character. Yeah. So he's he's just an information broker, really. He, but he knows everything and everyone pretty much that you could that you could ask for mm-hmm. um uh but yeah he asks about his father who he tells he he tells uh that he basically he went bankrupt in a deal um and ended up hanging himself yeah <laughs> on a playground swing i believe or something like that what? yes was it? yeah yes, yes. on a yeah. on a playground like swing set or something yep. or jungle gym something like that in all honesty, it was probably it was probably some sort of symbolism as the fact that the every the only reason he died was so that he could protect his child. So they probably wrote it in that he killed himself on some child's plaything to sort of empathize. He lived and died protecting some. The thing that he was living for was the thing that also killed him. Yeah. So I think as well. Um, I don't. I don't know if we mentioned this, but the whole point of like joining the the Midas Bank and the financial district is they take your future as collateral. Yeah. Which so they don't explain it's, super well. Ever. It's very vague, but later on you see that like it if the more that is lost in the financial district, the more that is lost in the real world. So like. We'll, and we'll get to that with uh, his with Mikuni's next or not Mikuni, uh, Yoga's next duel. Yes. Deal. Whatever. Deal. So his next deal is actually uh, Ibarra Daisuke. Yes. Oh my yeah, god! He's... I got a Japanese name right. Uh, yeah, it's anyway, his teacher. Yeah, at the university, and so this literally they it, they show it like dun 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 and then go to the next episode i want you to know when i saw this uh because at the end of episode two they show like this next duel is going to be important or whatever and they specifically try and show um mikuni and um oh fuck kimimaru that's not right konohomaru akamaru no 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 they so uh, when I whenever I saw it I was talking I was telling Jamar I was like so they're gonna have Kikuchi, are they're you? gonna have no because it was because they show at the end of episode two where what his next duel is gonna be or that he, uh, Kimimaro is gonna go into a next duel and when I saw that I was like he's fighting Mikuni right now isn't he why the fuck is he fighting Mikuni right now and then we go into Did the next one Mikuni? it's the no. teacher. No. He didn't. No, he didn't fight Mikuni. No, no, no. No, I know no, he did. He, fights... he thought. That's what he suspected, Mike. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I thought when I first saw. It. I was like, why the fuck are they doing it now? And then, I was very much proven wrong. What is Mikuni's actual first uh, name? So because Mikuni's. Uh. Hmm. It's worse. Well, it's Sochiro. It's Sochi. It's Sochihiro. It's Mikuni. Or We're so calling him Mikuni. So yeah. He's called Mikuni in the show. They call him well, Mikuni in the show. Well, it's because, like, it's... Because even the voice actors didn't want to pronounce that fucking name. Well, no, it's, it's just how, name. like, <laughs> Japanese names are or whatever. They say... Yeah. Um, It's last name, first yeah. name. That's it. I'm picking Black fucking Lagoon next. The entire show has American names. 
<laughs> I mean, hey, Jennifer's a pretty American Jennifer name. Is. She's, she's, Je Jennifer's well, actually name. American. Jennifer's no, her last name's She's American, though. Oh, she's American? Okay. She is in a, yes. yes, no, she's an American character who's undercover in Japan. Oh, yeah, but they, they do. do yeah. They expressly yeah, yeah, say right. that she's American. Yeah. You're right. My bad. Um, yeah. Um. So, anyway, he's going to go into a deal with the bar Daisuke's teacher. Yeah, uh, that's, his, that's his literal economics teacher. Yeah. Professor. Who doesn't understand economics very well if he's here, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to... He basically... He, does, he can't make enough money on a teacher's salary to... Have kids. To be able to afford kids. But anyone who understands money and sees the financial district existing and is part of the religion of economics <laughs> begins screaming, throwing chairs through glass windows, and just shooting on walls. He he expressly <laughs> says that like when when Masakaki first came, he didn't want any part of it either. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he basically made the same mistake Yoga did, and now he's stuck with it. And now he's basically fighting to protect that future that he has now, because he has three yeah. kids at this point. It's a bit weird. There's or no he's two kids and one on the way. Yeah. Which, I, I don't remember who said it, but it's like two kids and one in the oven. And yeah, I was like, that was, mm. um... <laughs> That might have been Masakaki, actually. Oh. That sounds like a Masakaki I think it was Masakaki. But I was like, hmm, <laughs> I don't like that line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, so basically, they're about to go into a duel, and uh, Daisuke, you know, he pulls out his car and says, all right, let's smash this little boy pussy. And uh, mm. the, duel, the deal begins. <laughs> I just imagine him this way. He's not like this at all. <laughs> no. And his asset is also a waifu. I don't remember what his was. It's a waifu. It's uh, like a deer girl, isn't it? Something like that, A I deer think. elf girl kind of thing? His? Yeah. I don't... Wait, no. no. No, no. His was weird. Oh, you're right. I'm looking at it now. It's like a... It's a, it's a dude-ish. You're know thinking of Q. You're thinking of Q. And that's... I'm that's thinking of Q? You're, thinking of you're right. That's my bad. Yeah, that's Mikuni. Yep, my bad. Yeah, the one that eats the monies. Yeah, yeah. the the monies. Yeah, the description on the wiki is uh, Kiel is Daisuke's asket. He had the shape of a horned imp-like creature covered in purple fur below the waist with silver sky blue hair. Yes, okay. Yeah, he was a, it was a weird one. I don't really understand his because, yeah, like I said, like they literally say that they're the embodiment of their future, but only two people's assets really reflect that, to my knowledge. Yeah. So, also, like, the creature design in the Git <laughs> show is really hit and miss, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you have Mishu, uh, who's really good. Mashu, sorry. Damn it. Uh, Q's the, really good. Q's really good. Uh, the other asset that... I like Sato's, I just don't get it. The, the wolf? The you giant wolf. Yeah, the giant wolf. Well, like, the giant wolf of corn, which, uh... <laughs> reincarnated as slime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> may have reused. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Damn it. Mikuni yeah. has multiple, which is also Mikuni awesome. has three, yeah. and and we see it later on how that could possibly have happened. Yeah, because yeah. But anyway, so obviously his teacher is defeated because you know he's not the MC. Uh, yeah, he's not the protagonist. Uh, so he gets straight up bankrupt. He got bankrupted. Yeah, bankrupted, and he gets sent back, and uh, bankrupt basically means uh, the bank takes your future. As collateral, and you are banished from the financial district. Yeah. So Kimimaro is like, oh shit, I better go check on him. And he comes to class the next day. And eventually Kimimaro, like, follows him back to his house, talks to him. And turns out, 
the the bankrupt for Ibarra was actually a jackpot. They took his kids, so he's free no, now. No, he's not. He's fucking. He's the he's depressed and fucking mortified. Yes. That but that base literally his kids disappeared. Even even the unborn one disappeared. Wonderful. And no one better. And no one remembers <laughs> him but him. And, and no one remembers except for Yoga. No and evidence. It, Mr. Perfect. Ibarra. Does That's he get the up. money back he spent feeding them? No. Mm, that's actually he doesn't a get a, anything back. That's a bit of a raw deal, but still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anyone listening yeah. doesn't realize it yet, I don't like fucking kids. I don't really <laughs> want to revisit this character too much. So really? over the over so, well yeah so over the next couple episodes. I mean yeah we like, kind of have to because uh, his a wife ends character. up leaving him. <laughs> he, like he he becomes an alcoholic. His wife ends up leaving him, and he eventually uh, commits suicide. Yeah. No, he no, attempts, he attempts to. to. I think he eventually does. He eventually. Oh it's, yes, it's, yes, he, he eventually attempt, does. He, he gets told. To, yoga talks him down, and then he does it anyway, like two days later. Yes, he does because he does goes. It? Yes, because uh, Yoga goes yeah. to see him after something I forget what, and they're like, "Well, he's in whatever for a funeral." He's like, oh, "He's in what? the morgue." And then <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, he killed himself like two days ago." The one teacher that was there, and he's like, "I thought you knew that." Uh -huh. He's like, what the fuck? No, he got killed in an accident oh, no, is what they right. said. He got hit by a yes, bus. Yeah, but yeah, he uh, jumped in front of a bus. They say it was an accident, but... <laughs> they jumped, he jumped in front of a bus. Anyway, from here, uh, Mikuni takes uh, Kimimaro and, like, shows him one of his duels where he only drops someone, like... Or he only wins the duel by 1%, so it's as yep. little effect on the real world as possible. And him and the rest of his people in the Starling Guild do this. And he has, like, 40% of the entrees? And they think once they get majority, they can basically make this a lot better. And I like, think he wants 40%. I, mean, I don't think he has 40%, because I'm pretty sure he literally only has, like, six people. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. I think, I think their goal is to control 40% of the guild. Yeah. Or 40% of the financial district. Okay. I don't... I think. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anyway, that's for sure. Their goal is to win as, by a small margin as possible in order to cause as little damage to the real world as possible. Which Mashu thinks is fucking stupid and, like, gets hurt at one point because of. Yeah. Yeah, she basically thinks, like, it's so much easier to just fight and win than it is to try and win by one Well, she time. only gets hurt because Yoga doesn't tell her what to do. And yeah, Yoga's basically over... Yeah, basically over, Yeah, he's overthinking it. He doesn't want to spend money. Mashu rushes in, and he literally tells Mashu to stop which causes him to get hit for uh, and, and making him lose hit. and making him lose by 1% and injuring Mashu. Yeah, so he, so that that made that basically means as well that Yoga lost a small percentage of his fortune and his future. And this is when we see the actual like effect on the uh, that it has on Yeah, the and uh, him we the find that world. his only the only effect that we recognize right now is that he actually failed his test. <laughs> you, yeah. That he failed. Didn't his, his aunt get sick or something? Uh, yeah, she's fine though. That was a weird one later. The aunt got she was, sick. She just and, kind of um, like went to the doctor. She was okay though. Yeah. And Hanabi uh, went to Hanabi later on had some had some issues. That's yeah. later. I don't remember why that. Oh no, that I was because of what Mikuni started doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that 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 was because of what Mikuni was doing though, not what That's he later. was doing. So next episode, yeah. after this, not much really happens. They have to fight with the old man who owns the pharmaceutical company, and he's got like this really weird asset where he's just a bunch of mirrors he can play in. 
I think that was no, that was the one where Mikani won by one percent. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't Mikani. No, uh, that was two rando know. dudes. Yeah. That was the two higher guys in that district just going all out. Yeah. That was that deal. Yeah. In order because to... he didn't bankrupt him. He beat him by a significant margin. The mm -hmm. old dude lost. Yeah. yeah. And Kimmy Mar. Yeah. And Mikani to like stop it from ruining the fucking world. Bolt like the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. yeah, because that's when we see C. That's right. That's yeah. when we start deal with C. Yes. Yeah. That is, yeah. Ko, uh, yeah, his name is Ko. Yeah, and then Kimi Mara joins the Sterling Guild, and that's about it. That episode, not too much really happens. Yeah, it's just, it, it's a long, it's a relatively long fight scene, and then it just kind of, uh, it, it shows the effect yeah. on the real world of, like, his company like, he's basically he's getting he's getting malpractice allegations to him uh -huh. to like get a sort of idea on what ko's um asset is think of and i it's, it's just a it's a bunch of mirrors it's a weird it, one. Well, i know but like oh i know exactly what you're about you're about to talk about the one girl that looks like a guy in, in the naruto yes, it, the, like yeah, literally think fucking, of that scene where she's oh, throwing the needles into the, like her mist thing of mirrors at Naruto and Sasuke. That's pretty much it what it is. It is reminiscent of that, yeah. That's pretty much what it is. But I don't remember what her Oh, you're talking is. about Princess? No. No, no, no. No, he's talk talking about the asset the old man has. The old man's asset is oh. pretty much like, um... I thought his asset was just the mirror thing. That Yes! Yes! That's what Taylor said! Oh, okay. If you think, okay. like, if you remember the, um, Hidden Mist Village, gotcha. the ice chick from Naruto, which I'm yep. forgetting what her name gotcha. is. Yeah. Yeah, it's super similar to that. Yeah, so next up is the guy who offers Kimimaro the deal to just, like, take half of his assets oh, and yeah. they don't That's fight. A weird one. Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah, basically, this guy, um, in all of his deals, he offers, like, hey, you skip out on this next deal. This is and Ko. I'll, this one yeah. is Ko. Yeah, this yeah. is Ko. And I'll pay, um, I'll, I'll basically cover it, uh, whatever you pay, so that way you don't have to you know, lose or whatever. Or, yeah. So that way you're not really losing anything. We just don't have to fight. And pretty much for you to skip out on a deal, you have to lose. You, you have to pay half your fortune. Yeah. Half of what you have. And yeah, Co offers to pay that uh, to reimburse him basically for settling out of it because Co doesn't want to take his future or risk his own, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like he doesn't want to risk going bankrupt. Yeah, he's got a I'll reason. You like he's half, and, he's and because he's new, because he's new, also he's like, yeah, I can just give you, you know, whatever half of your asset was. Um, yeah, I can afford half of your fortune, but there's no way in hell you can afford half of mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, he basically like he he reveals like he, Yoga doesn't does not take him up on it. He talks to he talks to Sato about it, um, and she said she says that he should hear him out, um, and then he talks to the guild about it. But I th he ends up just deciding to to fight. He follows him what anyway. Mikuni says because Mikuni is like, "No, you need a fight. What what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Like, you're a coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that like yeah. backing out of that is the coward's way. It won't I, actually I save anything. Like he's that. saying, it's yeah, uh, yeah. That seems like the best way to have as little effect on the real world as possible. That yeah, way to settle sense. out of the deal. That, that it is. I, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure there's no actual like if if he covers it then there's no real effect at all. Yeah. There's sure. no like gained mm -hmm. money or anything like that. Yeah. So. But anyway, in, uh, 
Kimmy Morrow takes the advice of Mikuni, and which is actually, I guess, kind of important that he's just listening to other people instead of making the decision himself. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of the point of it, even if yeah. it's a dumb decision from that character. Uh -huh. uh, and eventually fights and uh, you know wins, but by, by a close margin, if I remember right, though. It, yes. It, well, well, I think it's it's not as close as he wants, because yeah. Ko loses a great deal. But doesn't bankrupt. He doesn't bankrupt him, but he loses a great deal. Uh -huh. Yeah, because he has to Like, start. I'm pretty sure he wins by a very large margin, and by Coast, a relatively large margin. And Ko seems like a good, like a... Because it, it completely, it completely puts Ko out of business. Um, yeah. Ko, but because he's not bankrupt, he keeps his... his Ko is like his, the uh, absolute lawful good character. He just does charity, it seems like, mostly. Yeah, he's a philanthropist. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does nothing but uh, philanthropy, pretty much. It's all fundraising for charities, uh... He, he keeps, like, a wall of basically all the children who he's saved from, like, Africa or what, in places like that. Um, and when he lost, the first time he lost, and the reason why he tries to settle out of every deal now, uh, like, some of those drawings disappeared, basically. And those children's future were the ones that were... And notably, yes. the person who he lost to was Mikuni. Yeah. 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 And so then... Uh, and, really, and that's a really good yoga episode. yoga yoga actually makes like a point of like uh like uh what happened to the wall and then ko says you do you really want to know because yoga feels like shit for winning yeah because mm -hmm. yeah yo yoga's fucked over another person basically like but, I mean, every like, that, time that's that's the the art of the deal mm -hmm. every yeah. time that yoga or wins kind of after this point yoga feels deal like no shit deal. it kind of goes into a uh, mini, like, if i quoted trump trump thing. quoted someone else <laughs> No, that that's Trump's book is called that's Art of the Deal. Yeah. You're right. I quoted Trump, I guess. I don't know. Not on purpose though. Uh so next episode's the weird one actually. It's earlier than I thought. This is the one that they reveal Mikuni's entire backstory. Like kind of in breakneck pain. I like this. Oh, I don't I, think it was I, weird. I like it, but this this is the episode I think was the one that like was meant to like speed up the show. Oh, yeah, probably. So they didn't have to have the twelfth episode. Yeah, so this goes deep into Mikuni's uh, past. Shows how his father hates him. Doesn't even let him call him well, father. Uh, he wanted ass. to be a rock star. Uh, his father <laughs> is an ass. Uh, who basically gave up on that dream and started working for his father's company mm -hmm. as his father's personal secretary so that he could one day take over the company. Um, his sister, Takako, uh, falls extremely ill. She's literally living in the hospital. Um... <laughs> and at one point the company has like some financial trouble and instead of sending her to America for treatment where she would be cured uh, he decides to uh, put the money into the company instead and this results in Takako going into a coma a few days later where uh, she still remains right now yeah. as this is going on doesn't the father get outed uh, from the company too oh, no no no, no approached by Masakaki never mind that's when he gets approached by Ma Masaki. Yeah, yeah. My audacity file says I was speaking. But, what so are you anyway, talking yeah, about? Yeah, like a couple... Was it a couple of days later after that? Or was it a couple of days after um, he had bought the company under... Never mind. No, no, no. Never he mind. didn't... No, no. He, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. buy the company. No, he he played the game for a while. That's right, yes. Yeah, eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. took over and like, you know, fuck your dad. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. But anyway, they have and like a kind of heartfelt. He moment. says that in like first first couple of episodes that he beat his father out in his uh that he he's bought the company out from under his dad. Yeah. He says that in the first couple episodes when Yoga was talking about his father. Yeah, but yeah. this this rolls into like explaining his sister. Yeah. Yeah. And also why his sister is cute. Like like his his asset Q looks just like his sister, just with deer antlers and demon. Demon I mean, it, it is it is his sister. <laughs> yeah, it, it is his sister. It's the embodiment of his future. His future is seeing his sister again. And I think that also, like, her eating money is also just, like, you know, she's literally in a coma. All she does yeah. is, like, yeah. She lays there and, like, she's it's, in, fu- yeah. it's super fucked up to say, but <laughs> I mean, like, she's in a coma. All she's doing right now is eating money. Yeah. Financially speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really kind of cool. Uh, like, I don't way of saying that. And that's that's also, like, the way that that asset attacks is she literally, like, just eats holes in the universe, yes. basically. Yeah. And th- the other half of this episode is in the present, and it's Ma- it's Mashu being developed as a character. And Kimi Morrow beginning to, like, question, like, you know, if assets are a reflection of our future, what what the hell does that mean exactly? Yeah. Is this the episode where he goes and talks to the guy who he fought the, or yes. had the first deal with? Yes, yes, it's yes. And yeah, he sees he sees uh, some people like basically fucking with their assets because they're cute waifus, basically, and he they're like they're like basically treating them like slaves. Yeah, they're trying um, to force feed them and shit. He had walked yeah. away at one point. He had, he had left before he came yeah. back because he had left. And then he was like, nah, I need to do something about it. And then came back and just... No- well, no, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so, yeah, he sees that, and then the guy he fought in the first episode tells him, don't do anything. It won't fix... It won't change it, how they act, uh, basically. And they have, like, a little heart-to-heart. And, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool. Don't worry about me, man. You did what you had to do. That's the, that, that's the art of the deal or whatever. It's the nature yeah, of the Yeah, and al- also, yeah. there's an interesting, like, question brought up here where he tell he, you know... He's talking to the guy, and he's like, well, you know, they say RSS uh-huh. are the embodiment of our future. Yours is literally a fucking monster. Like, have you ever thought a about giant, that? It's a giant monster. He's like, he, yeah, I have. I don't really know, but if you ever find out, let me know. Yeah. It's also, Mason, for me and you, it's one of those situations where he looks at it for a minute, squints his eyes. <laughs> future me problem. Yeah, that's a future Cobra problem. <laughs> so I actually really like this episode. It's it, yeah. I've said it's super weird. It doesn't fit quite right, but I like it. Isn't this also the episode where it's they're sitting on the couch watching the TV, and it's like um, I th- yeah, I think so. I'm not sure if it is because or is that uh, later? Well, the synopsis doesn't include it. That's early. That is earlier. Really? Is that earlier? Yeah. Because so that's in okay, between. So, so that's we'll in between. Yeah, that's in between them. Cause he try he's eating ramen instant noodles. I think this or is before he noodles. fights Ko. Yes. This yeah, it's before he fights okay. Ko because they're in the instant noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's right. like, eat, feed me through the card, which I thought was that, weird. Yeah, that was weird. No, 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 that's, no, not, that's not the one I'm talking about though. <laughs> yeah. That's not the, I'm talking about the one where. No, they no, no I know. That happens. That happens. That happens. And then they're sitting on the couch because that's sort of like some relationship building. Then they're on the couch watching a. TV show, and they're just kind of chilling on the couch, and she's able to see in through to our yeah. realm, even though she's still in the card. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't really uh, And she it sees on the... T- yeah, I mean, what is it? She sees on the show that two characters are on 
the show that the characters are watching while we watch the show. Yes. <laughs> She'll uh, They're kissing. They're kissing. And she's like, what are they doing? She's like, well, when two people like each other a lot, they do that. And she's like, well, let's do it. And he's like, you need to like me at least 30 times yes. more. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. And then she makes a vow. Okay, I'll like you 30 times more Three than times I do now. Yes. <laughs> so, and then we can kiss, right? Yeah. yeah. That... And this is yeah, where... That was the forced bit. Yeah, that was that the forced bit. That was the forced one that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. But overall, really good episode, even if it fits weirdly. Yeah. And yep. once after this episode, we go into like you know from zero to sixty kind of. I don't know if it's this episode or. Country so this is introduce- fucking peering here, dude. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So Professor Abara, mm-hmm. you know, he's up on the ledge. He's like, "Well, time to see if I can fly." <laughs> starts fla- dude starts like flapping his wings, like gonna get a re- running start. Cobra, then- <laughs> can you edit in? I believe I can fly underneath this as like a little. Under- no, that's an absurd <laughs> amount of work, and also copyright infringement. Oh, true. And Kimmy Moore <laughs> comes up there, and he's like, "What? What are you doing?" He says, "Stay back, boy. I've been studying all my life to learn how to fly." The whole time mm. he's like flapping his wings a little bit. He starts to get a running head start, and like Kimmy Morrow tackles him and says, "Professor, you can't fly. You don't have wings." And I'm pretty sure I'm exaggerating this scene. A Citation deal. needed. <laughs> <laughs> so, in truth, he's up there on the ledge and Kimi Morrow talks him down, basically. Yeah, he's trying to kill himself. <laughs> he's like, well, since my kids disappeared, I don't feel anything anymore. Since my kids disappeared, I don't have a wife anymore. What a little bitch. Like, children, <laughs> wives are replaceable. Dude. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. You're getting you that it? out, right? Yes. No. Yeah. So basically, Yoga goes to try and convince Masaki Ki to to let him pay for Abara's future back. Uh, and he, and then Masaki tells, "Well, that's beyond my power. I'm afraid I can't really do such things. That's against the rules, you know. I don't write them. I just follow them." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who? And this is and where he says that's when he finds about, out like, his teacher died in a car accident. I didn't want to come back to this character honestly. I said that, and I so I already kind of explained this. Well, like it was just kind of like. It's just a, a small plot that takes up a little bit too much of this episode as well. Eh. Tyler, what were you trying to say before we talked over you? Because I'm tired of having to mute everyone else's audio to hear what you're saying. This is, I was just saying, this is where Masaki is like, well, you know, because uh, of how he, it's like, even the one in the oven was lost. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. It makes me. It makes me think of like, like since you know when the deal happens, you gotta fucking go. And, and I think, by the way, incredibly inconsistent. They say like time pauses when you're in the financial district. It does uh-huh. not. That's not the case. They contradict that immediately. But it makes yep. me think of like you know someone's actually fucking baking something, and they fucking taxi mm. comes like, all right, dude, time for a deal. You gotta go. He's like, but, but my cookies. And a cab driver just fucking throws him in the trunk and drives off. And he's like, don't worry, time pauses. He does his deal. Barely survives, get back, and his goddamn house is burning down. Like, ah! yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you lose a deal, man. That's your future right there. Your house yeah. burned down. My house burned down because I the lost. Collateral. It burned down because you took me away while I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. But anyway, this is also when we um, find out, like, hey, shit is fuck. This is when we first, like, they don't actually tell us what it is yet. This is when we first see C affecting 
the world because like the uh well, is, we it the the Eastern, is, is it the east asian east, east asian, asian financial yeah. district east asian financial district is starting to like collapse yeah it's starting to collapse um we're seeing we're seeing it very quickly degrade. It, it hasn't collapsed completely yet. Uh, we also see at this point when he finds out that uh, Mr. Obama kills himself, yeah. uh, he goes into the financial district and just burns a giant pile of his mice money. Just burns yeah. it. Yes, because just he, like, um, he meets up with just the like a statement. broker. And he's like, there might be a way, but why don't you just give the guy a shit ton of cash? That's probably why he's so depressed, right? <laughs> and... Um, someone tells him, like, no, it's because he lost three fucking kids, you retard. Yeah. But, um, Yarrow goes to give him the money anyway. That's what he has in the bags. And then finds out, that, like, hey, he died. And so that's when he goes into the financial district and just burns a shit ton of cash. Uh, so, that's what causes him to do that. Yeah. Also, so he guy. meets up with the info broker. This is when he sees him in the real world for the first time. Yeah, the ice cream truck that he runs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that dude. So it's, a cra- it's a crepe truck. Or crepe truck. It's not an ice cream truck. It's a crepe truck. That Sorry, I'm not cultured. Did we skip where he shows in the picture of his dad? I think so. Yes, we no. did. I'm he he get, Well, so he tries to give the picture to Sato. This is a kind of a smaller plot. But he tries to give the picture to Sato, and Sato's like, I don't give a fuck. Give it to the kid. Make some money off of him. And he, I think in the real world is when he gives him that picture. And it's literally like his dad with the same with Mashu basically. No, 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 no. not Mashu with black hair. We don't. Well, it's black and white picture. No, they say specifically. They say it's like his. It's like his. It's like Mashu, but it isn't Mashu. But she had black hair. Yes. Yeah. They. Yeah. So this kind of alludes to like basically his dad wanted the same thing that that Yoga wanted. That he wanted to just have a future and be able to support his family. Normal Holy life. shit! I didn't actually think of that before. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's that, the, that's, that's the correlation that's there. What it is. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, and that kind of that kind of gives uh, Yoga a bit more of a positive because, uh, view of like, his father as well. This is when because like even yeah. though this is where we get sort of it starts becoming a one-sided relationship type of thing um, between Mashu and Yoga. Because mm-hmm. clearly, because you start end up seeing that Mashu really likes yoga, but yoga sees like you're my future. You're the supposed child I'm going to have. Well, no, he's like you could be my daughter for all I know. Yeah. Like he doesn't know. Right. He, yeah. th- he she, you know, you could be my wife. You could be my daughter. I don't know. He's playing it. He's he's playing it cautiously. <laughs> yes, I feel that. Hey, I agree. So I think is this one? Yeah. So Singapore disappears. Singapore's gone. Well, yeah. So we <laughs> we also. <laughs> We, we, we also cut to the IMF shortly before this, and they're, like, freaking out because there's something called C basically deleting the planet. Yeah. <laughs> this is where like... shit just goes fucking off the rails. Did they talk about Atlantis? Yes. No, it's not Atlantis. It's the... It's something in the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Yeah. I th- uh, yeah, where, like... The, like, the Caribbean Empire, basically. Yeah. And it just like you do remember the Caribbean Empire? And they're like, well, I thought that was a myth. C got it. C got it. C happened to it. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. It doesn't exist. So they also introduce um, 
what's called a darkness card, which they never explain as to the purpose of it or what it is, just they that it's a card yeah. that they call the darkness card, and Mikuni yeah. has it. The kind of like darkness card cards, is what allows but... you to control the rotary press of... Yes, That's what it does. but how you get it? We have no fucking clue. Exactly. Are there um, other cards besides darkness cards and not darkness cards? There's no explanation. I don't know, but we like, it also we also find out that Yoga has a darkness card, and I think it's because Misagi's like, that, ooh, I want to see we how this plays out. We find that out in the last episode. We find that out yeah. in the deep. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and Mikuni basically this whole time has been flooding money into the Japanese economy to try and keep it afloat to keep the government running basically the venezuelan solution exactly um so he turns on what's called the rotary press and that's basically basically just <laughs> in exchange for 20 years of of Mikuni's future um misagi allows him to print midas money which would be deposited directly into his account so he can hopefully uh like just put it into everything that's collapsing in japan right now yeah, everyone's depressed this because shit. of all the of the in tatters because that doesn't all, work. all the money keeps getting added into and it's basically yeah yen's becoming worthless basically yeah and the monopoly this money. is all for them yeah. to try and stop C yeah to not, not stop to survive through C to survive yeah, which is like C. collapse is what it generally means yeah I think yeah yeah, yeah. what well, means control yeah and then the financial districts start kind of like fighting against each other kind of. No, but Singapore straight up disappears. Yes. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, Singapore. every Gundam fan in the world who can only get their <laughs> fucking Gundam shit through uh -huh. Singapore because a weird-ass Japanese law starts throwing a bitch fit, and we all invade Japan. And, but Japan has fucking Mecca, so they kick our asses. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll put my fan story away, my fanfic. I'm sorry. Yeah, so he's artificially propping up all the banks and enterprises to hopefully buffer from unintent from like just all the consequences of the financial district right now. He manages to stall it very temporarily. But everyone's <laughs> depressed and everything is shit. Yeah, so yeah, this is when we see Hanabi like, go insane as well. Yeah, poverty increases, birth rates decline. Hanabi goes into a huge depression and Yoga's like, holy shit, I gotta stop this. Like, like he's trying to find out what's going on, so he goes, I think he goes back to Sato about yes. it. And yes, she, this and is she, where him and, and Sato tries, make their alliance. Yeah, and she ropes him in uh, on trying to stop Mikuni. Because Mikuni's flooding the economy. Yeah. And basically, like, you know. Mikuni's, like, fix is flooding the economy and pretty much buying all the stocks to make the stocks worth something again. Um, And so, Jennifer and uh yoga's team up is uh them pretty much taking out trying to take out both mikuni and his second in command well yeah so I, <laughs> as well like japan's safe for the time being and then the the north american financial district basically <laughs> increases all the value of their assets Floods the world economy with U.S. dollars, yeah. like oh, yeah. basically diminishing the value of yen and other things, and basically sends C back towards Japan. Yes, he's like, it's my he's favorite. like, oh shit, gotta go back. <laughs> my favorite thing is when the East East Asia District and the North American District Masakikis interact, yes. and he's just like, uh -huh. oh yeah, you can have this back. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. That was great. It's like shit, they've reflected C. Well, no, Masakikis is like ah. All right, and then Mikuni's like, "Fuck!" 
that was that was a really good scene and it's like all these i think like the way that they pictured it in there it's like all these black coins because we see in yeah, the financial so, district, like, there's this big coin that sort of floats around a central hub yeah, area. Yeah, like, like, the weird counter on it. That yeah, they, it's got the counter of basically the stock yeah. within the – of that financial district. Yeah. Um, we also uh, – uh, we learn that basically uh, Jennifer uh, is also in with Takadazaki, which is the, the information broker. And, like, yeah, they're basically both working with Kimimaru now. Uh, to try and stop Mikuni before he fucking blows up the future. Yes, that is that is what this is about now. Yeah. Stopping Mikuni before he blows up the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, it's, it's, that's how inflation works. To keep the yeah. past alive, the present alive, yeah. so he can... Yeah, because... Yeah, he's because... investing in the present, not the future, is the kind of, like, thing that's going yeah. on. Yeah, because Kimimaru... Yeah, he, um... wants, he basically wants to live in the present forever. Yeah, because Kimimaru is, like... The what it's not twenty percent of his future. I think it's twenty percent of like everyone's future because that's how because it's affecting Japan and he sees how it's affecting. He's like, do you not realize? Well, it's twenty percent right off Mikuni's future, but the but the effect of what the right, printing right, 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 is having right. and where he's putting it because the printing's going straight into his account. That doesn't affect anything. But he floods. He's flooding the economy to right, try and right, artificially right. keep it stable, and that's what's destroying Japan and yeah. causing the collapse of right, the yen, right. basically. And Kimaru's like, do you not realize how many other people you're fucking? Um, but that's when, that's later. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they they basically, they contact, they get, um, they go and they challenge two people to the duel. Jennifer challenges Mikuni. And Kimimaru challenges one of Mikuni's, like, second-in-commands, basically. One of his lieutenants. I don't even know his name. He's the fucking creep. With the with the drone, yeah. Asset. Oh, I had hold on. The I Hawaiian have it. Hold up, let me. Yeah, the wine shirt with the with guy who has a drone as his asset for some reason. Where is it? It's like a it's weird here. like drone. Uh, it's well, it's a drone that Ichiru. 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 Hori. Hori Ichiru. Yeah, there, you there you go. Hori it's Ichiru. a drone yeah. that like can turn into like an exosuit. It's, it's weird. weird. It's it's weird what and it attaches to his hand. Yeah, it, it's definitely a boring dumb yes. design for for. A, it was so boring, and its ability was so awful. It literally for just runs into him. Like, <laughs> it just runs into him. He seems like he's like attaches like to the him, and then person that would has have like, like blades extend. That's literally all it does. Yeah, yeah. He seems like for any he he reminds me of the fucking scorpion fauna from Ruby. Like Fauna's, it's just yeah, the way it Tyrion. looks. Yeah. yeah, like how he just it's he looks like he's a character that would just be fucking insane he's just a psycho. psychotic. Yeah. And he has such an underwhelmingly boring asset that doesn't match with that yeah. that it, I was He's like the muck grimer, like Pokemon level design for the show. Yes. Like it's uh, just yeah. like a puddle of goop and put eyes on it, sure. That's a fucking yeah. Pokemon, that'll do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh this is also we see um the information broker. Uh during this time as C coming back, we see um one of the guys who was in the Starling Guild kind of swap sides and takes X amount of cash, sends it to the information broker. The information broker like, let me just put this all in everyone's bank account. Yeah, so yeah, he basically manages to intercept some of the transaction that Mikuni uh, takes out, and he yeah he sends it to Kanazaki to hopefully uh, to basically. 
Talk, yeah, Takedazaki to use it. And he's, yeah, he's basically like their, their double agent. Both fights happen. This is also when we see, was this when we see, um, the, what, what's the macro is the biggest one, right? The macro. This is, yes. all, is oh, wait, this is but when we see. Before we get too far away, uh, Takedazaki uh, has like a really good line about consumer trust and how money's oh, yeah. worthless. Yes, yes. Yeah, he explains how like, you know. I've never fucked you over. Anytime you've asked me for something, I've gotten it for you. I don't give a damn about the money. Money's like a temporary thing. But yeah. trust. Consumer confidence. Con consumer, consumer confidence. Consumer confidence. That's what gets them coming back. Which is like, I mean, he's right. Yeah, money is fucking worthless. It's just we've assigned value to it. But like, yeah, he, he has to go. Why do you come like... to me for all your questions? It's because Meekany brought you, isn't it? And you trust Meekany, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh god, he's probably my favorite character. It's really yeah, good. no, he's he's absolutely like, he's probably the most underrated and background character, but like, he's probably one of the best written characters uh, in the I, show. Yeah, I was about to say he's. A I thought he was really blind good. for the longest time until he brought out the camera <laughs> and then started taking photos. It's just like ah, oh, got it. He's not blind. I, did not I thought it was a character quirk that he just pulls out a camera and just starts taking random snapshots. I'm like ah. Yes, the informant is blind. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like addicted to crack. He never, <laughs> he like his eyes are always fully open. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he he never brushes his teeth. I, that I, think, they're gold. I think they're gold. gold plated. They're they're gold plated teeth, Cameron. Yeah. That's the joke. That's they're his future. It's his teeth. teeth. <laughs> if he loses, he loses his teeth. <laughs> he's just gumming. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, also so they have their duels. Jennifer loses her duel, but, um, Kimimaru manages to completely bankrupt, uh, Mikuni's partner or whatever. Yes, with, with the macro inflation, which is pretty much, for Mushu, is just, let me summon this giant let, let me Let me just crash the sun yeah. into this area. It's pretty much what yeah. it is. Anyway, we're at the final episode. There's a fight between Mikuni and, uh, Kimimaru. This is, well, yeah, there's, it's like, it's kind of like a two-parter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a two-parter. Yeah. Two so, into... Je Jennifer loses to Mikani. She gets bankrupt. She uh, she barely manages to transfer her asset to um uh to Yoga. Uh so Yoga gets the big the big goodest boy. Slime. The big the big the slime reincarnated. Yeah, the the biggest uh, Thunderwolf. Yes. <laughs> uh George's boy. Um yeah, so he basically has two assets now. But they battle, and Kimimaro wins, obviously. Well, it, it, this is so where the darkness he goes to Misakiki, and he, and Misaki basically, like, snaps him in a, another darkness card. Yeah. Um, so he's able to revert the press if he wants. Yes. So, so they're, they basically have a deal, and whoever wins the deal has control over the press. The darkness card thing is probably the biggest plot hole in the show. Yeah, they don't explain it. Mm -hmm. They don't explain why they have them, or like, or anything, just that they have yeah. them. And that these are the only two characters with them. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah, some others have them. Like, the old man, I think, has one, mm. with the mirrors. I don't know no, about that. No, it's, Maybe not. it's just, it's just Mikuni they, who has it for the longest time. They only time. ever reveal these two characters. Like, they, like, Mikuni, they, reve they revealed it, like, <clears throat> two or three episodes prior, and then... This one is the only other one that we've seen. Yeah. The one that they give. Okay, Kimi my bad. Mara right there. So, anyway, eventually he wins and he reverses the press, which lets yeah. C go over Japan. 
Yep. And then this is when we see, like, I guess the head must, the, um... Oh, we're skipping something important, actually. Shit, sorry, Taylor. Uh-huh. The Go assets ahead. start disappearing. So Mashu, like, kisses Kimimaru. Yes. And, like, disappears. And she says, like, uh, I like you 40 yeah, times they make more. it very weird. Yeah. What? Yeah, she says I like I don't you. think this one They make weird. it... Re- yeah, she's like, I... They, I, uh, what is it? You said 30 times, right? And he's like, what? And then she just moves and kisses him. And then it's this weird thing where he, like... His hands twitch, and then he reaches up and, like, hugs her, and it gets real, like, yeah. weird. Weird? And, and, yeah, it gets intimate, and I was just like, this yeah, is kind of... Yeah, intimate. Yeah, that's not weird. That's, that's a kiss. I think, I think, I think this one was okay. I don't... Yeah. I, this one didn't bother me. I'm with Mason, totally. This was earned. I, I, I feel like this one, this is literally the last episode in the whole series. I think this one was earned. This is also a mo- this. This is also ta- this is taking place over like more than more time than we're watching, obviously. Yeah. yeah. As well, mm-hmm. there's several days in between each episode, and like they spend literally every waking moment with each other. This is also yeah. when we find out that Q is the embodiment of his sister, and before Q disappears, I mean it's pretty obvious. Yeah. 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 Mikuni um looks at Q and is. Like Ghost reference Q and is like no, whatever his sister's name is Takako Takako, and then yeah. the Supreme Press reverses yes. everything. Yeah, so basically he reverses the press. Reality is basically fucking like stopping. Like think end of like the fucking Sword Art arc where like I, like everything is just falling apart right now, uh, in inside the financial district. Um. Mikuni decides to stay, basically, and not return to... Well, I think I don't think he has a choice in the matter at this point, anyway, because he was bankrupted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, uh-huh. is this... This is when he goes and sees God, right? This is when he sees God. Yeah, this is when he sees <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. And he tells him, like, you've done God, what... Masaki. No yeah, Masaki's having God, a fucking Masaki. party this whole time while everything's collapsing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's having his own little party. Uh, and he's like, you've done the one thing that no one else has been able to do in the financial districts. Get back your future. Yeah. So, he goes back to the real world, and he has, like, a, uh, some money, and he pulls out, and it's American money. Japan has, like, USD now. And then... So, this is what I didn't understand at the show. I thought it completely fucking changed everything, because Hanabi didn't even fucking notice it Yoga did. there. It did change when he... everything. Yeah, it did. It did because yeah, it says she, she's a teacher now saying, because she's well, not no, a that's yeah that's, she did that though as a, she was a she was a teacher's assistant she she specifically did that right before she fell into her depression yeah well yes but if you look at it it looks like she's the head teacher now and that she has a teaching assistant because there's another purple haired kid at the very end of that line of like she... toddlers that's following her okay. dressed in the same white apron. So I think she is now the teacher because the kids, here, though, a teaching that, assistant would not be leading the class. They would be following behind. It does behind. change everything because uh, Hanabi well, didn't recognize him. My point him here is that Hanabi they don't doesn't... fucking explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Masakiki shows up and he doesn't even explain it. He, he gives some... He says you saw a teacher that looks like yeah, Hanabi, exactly. the, the girl that you had a crush on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying here though, like on the synopsis that I'm reading right now for some reason, it says that... Futures were returned to where they once belonged. No, no. 
That's not true. Yeah, and that's what's confusing me right now. Because I and this like, happened I don't even know where yoga fits in anymore, like in this well, he, reality. He, he doesn't exactly. He's from he's not technically from that reality. Yeah, not exactly. Know. He's one from one adjacent to it. But yeah, in, anyway, so Kimi Morrow, you know, he he sees the American money and then in the distance, uh, you can see George Washington. As we all saw him in the Smithsonian Wait, walking what? around shirtless with an eight pack, mm. carrying mm. around the Constitution. <laughs> and whenever he sees anyone say anything that doesn't invoke freedom, he hits them with the Constitution uh, so hard oh. that all their money falls out of their pockets and he starts shaking them like Wario. Citation needed. Uh, yeah, so the US dollar is now Japan's official currency. Um, everything has changed, but everything is as it was. Reality is no longer coming to a fucking That's an oxymoron. End. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Misaki s- s- mentions, though, the financial district will always be there. Um, and we and there's now a new reality filled with uh, with entrees. <laughs> the possibilities are endless, basically. Yeah, and he hands and then, a card in case he ever wants to yeah, come back. Yeah, in case he ever wants to rejoin, he can. Which is slight like season two bait, in a way. It's slight season two bait. It, it's also like, yeah, because it, it's definitely, it's definitely like a draw for him to be able to go back and see Mashu again, basically. Yeah. I like the ending. I did. I like the ending. I didn't like how we got there in the last three episodes. Really? really? I thought it was fun. It just shit kind of turned came, on its head. It, my point is, it came too fast. Yeah. I'm. I seem to be better than most or most people with like. That's what she said. I got mine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't leave it, that. It seems to be... I seem to be better... Well, I'm more tolerant than most people of, like, a show completely changing or speeding up. Because, uh, like, I famously, Mason, you know, I think Darling and the Franks ended perfectly. I think that's perfectly fine. I didn't mind this either. Uh, I think that this one... It, it kind of... Shit did a lot of 180 super quick. And it, uh, probably because... You know, they had to condense... Because of the condensing of this, it had to be how it was due to the earthquake. It's and only one episode, though. One episode's a lot, man, when you only have 12. Yeah, but if you... If, yeah, if you think about it, Mason, they could have... Like, that... The last fights were gonna be two separate episodes. Like, we probably would have seen at the end of episode 11, Yoga getting George's from Yennefer, then all of episode 12, we have... Mikuni and Yoga fighting. Also, keep in mind the re- the thing that fucked up production wasn't like something planable. It was a fucking yeah. earthquake. Yeah, I know. It came out of nowhere to fuck up the pacing. So like the show was written for twelve, and they had to fa- figure out somewhere to cut. Shit kind of did one eighty super quick, and it was like, uh, sure. Cam, what are your feelings? I almost missed the ending. <laughs> to be honest, like when the the credits rolled, I went to leave out of full screen, and as I hit out of full screen and was about to exit out of the window, I noticed that there was like six yeah. minutes left in the episode. I, I was made like, sure to stay. On that that can't be right. That can't be right. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back into this. I'm just gonna skip past the closing because I don't fucking care about it. And I just got into it. Yeah, it's the only one that's after credits, isn't it? Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I personally don't like how it ended. In all honesty. You're the majority. Uh, Don't feel like you're alone. Most people think that. Yeah. I, yeah, cause same with Darling and the Franks. I don't, I understand why Darling and the Franks needed to end like that, but I didn't like how it ended. Uh, I, I don't, 
And I know they leave open-ended stuff for, like, more seasons, but it felt like they left more stuff open-ended than they did closed. And even, like, when they say closed stuff, it's only because they just completely cut it off and erased it from existence. That was the closure they had. That was it. It just stopped. It was just done. There was no resolve. It was just end. And then now we're just going to start over with a whole new clean slate. And guess what? You can still be a part of it. So you can see us fuck it up yet again. Welcome to economics! Here's your degree. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but the whole, like, Dad! the whole, like, yoga Dad, I got a degree. is basically back to square one. Yeah. Except, no, sorry, square negative five now, because now he possibly doesn't even have any friends or even knows Hanabi. Yeah. Economics. Hmm. You can't, yeah, you have to reset the fucker or it falls apart and everyone goes into poverty and starves. It's a fucking horrible system, which we all must live in, and it's completely based on human emotion. We're all fucked! Alright. Ka-ka! Alright. Cam? You're up. Mm-hmm. Final time. thoughts. No! No, no, oh, no. Yeah, we, we no, got no, no, no. We kinda, Yeah, we kind of got it out. Alright, yeah. What's your, what's your show? So, my show... Is a wonderful number called Dead Man Wonderland. Fucking damn it! Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. I've seen half of it. <laughs> you have. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm excited. I'll we get know, back to mm-hmm. it. We know how Cobra feels about it because he only saw half. <laughs> yeah. But it's not terrible. It's not terrible. I just didn't. Ha- it wasn't my thing. But I'll actually watch this. This would be great. Okay. Okay. Dead Man. I, uh, yep, yeah, it's Dead a good one. one. All right, everyone. All right. So it is a twelve-episode series with an OVA, but you don't have to watch the OVA. I think we should. Uh, no, we should watch the OVA. Is, is the OVA yeah. okay. fucking necessary, or is it just? Is it, it doesn't follow the main protagonist. It follows a side character. No, nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, the OVA follows. Uh, it follows a character named Crow back should not, before the event. We should not just assume that the OVA is good because nine times out of ten, it is not, or it doesn't pertain. I watched the, the OVA, so I can tell you. I mean, the OVA it's not bad. It gives you some context into a side character that's set, that's important throughout the show. But other than that, it. I mean, it doesn't really fall within. Most of the characters of the show get like a section of like, oh, this is my backstory, whatnot. You don't get that with this character other than the OVA. Okay. Which is why the OVA exists. You can feel free to watch the OVA if you so choose to find out about this character, but I don't really. All right, we. I'm probably gonna talk about it when we do it. Sorry. Okay, so well, I, 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 so we'll the say then, don't worry about the OVA. Just watch the main series. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just watch the main series. I'll talk about the OVA because it'll just be part of that character's backstory that I. Touch I'm gonna on. be completely honest. Uh, we're at an hour and fifty, and I said this probably wouldn't take us an hour because it's eleven episodes, even not even twelve. Well, you have to see. Part of that was Mason eating and us it was kind of fucking minutes. around. Yeah. Was, true. Yeah. It was we we, we also did time. kind of go off on a couple tangents. It was great though. We That's did kind of. That's how it works. Yeah, it was. That's how it works. But yeah. I now have to use <clears> the restroom very badly. Okay. Well, we're calling. So thank it you anyway. all for listening, <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.